0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast.
1: Oh, he loves the fire and that... What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salaam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com or our very own app, Charger Broadcasting Authority. Or even if you're in the comfort of your own home listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify and SoundCloud, the Halftime Show is about to kick off, so make sure you buckle up, guys. Coming up on today's show... It's an honor to have this guest on the show. Dr. Perry Nicholson is a chiropractic physician with a primary focus on performance enhancement, corrective exercise, and metabolic fitness nutrition. Now, he is certified and trained as a functional movement specialist and a selective functional movement assessment specialist as well. So There's a lot to this guy, and I'm so glad he's going to be here. I was fortunate enough to attend one of his seminars many years back. Just the way he analyzes and breaks down movement is just... It's mind-boggling, honestly, and he is a 1997 graduate from Palmer Chiropractic University and a master fitness trainer with over 25 years of experience in the health industry. Now suffering from obesity as a teenager and overcoming all of the emotional strife that accompanies being overweight, Dr. Perry dedicated himself to teaching others how to get in shape and lead a healthy lifestyle. He's currently publishing several books on health, fitness, laser therapy, business success, and self treatment programs. And it couldn't be more relevant in today's world with what's, ev- with, with what's happening in the world right now. I was so impressed with his methods and techniques that I had to bring him on the halftime show. A true legend in the game, Perry Nicholson, Pulse 95 Radio, halftime show. Join the movement.
0: Pulse 95.
1: Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It's time. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I am your host covering everything sport, international, local. Now, I always do say the Halftime Show gives you a different perspective on health, fitness and well-being and it's with great honor i add to the movement dr perry is an expert in movement assessment and diagnosis certified and trained as a functional movement specialist and selective functional movement assessment specialist to name a few things this guy is a genius he uses programs designed to find your source of painful dysfunction and correct it the site of pain improves mr stop chasing pain himself dr perry welcome to the show
0: Hey, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Well, I, I try to have my moments every now and then. I
1: must <laughs> <say>. <laughs> you know, when when I reached out to you, and uh, it was it was more of a it was more of a, a thought in hope that I, that you would bless us on the halftime show. And what an honor it is to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: Well, I mean, I truly appreciate it. I love any opportunity I can to share some information that can hopefully make a difference in at least one person's life, or maybe. Reframe the way they look at pain and suffering or things that they're going through or a loved one is going through. If I can accomplish that today, well, that's time well spent. And plus, we get to have a good time together.
1: That's right. That's 100% right. And I got to start with Stop Chasing Pain. Where does that come from and what's behind it?
0: Well, I mean, the name came about from my search to try to figure out why we treat the pain that people have and we should right I mean because the pain is telling you something is up first of all I, I like to try to define what pain is to me pain is a request for change that's my definition for it and it's a request from your body to change something in your life usually it's a habit or behavior or even the way you think about the world or you think about pain and I just was struggling for so many years doing things to the site of pain and people would get better most of the time, right? But not always. and then stuff would keep coming back sometimes in the same place or it would just pop up somewhere else. And I was like, there's got to be a different way to go about this stuff. So we treat pain, no doubt, right? But we don't chase it. Chase it means that let's say it's in my right shoulder today and I just do everything to my right shoulder and it goes away then all of a sudden it might pop up over in my left hip and then I go after my left hip and then maybe it'll go away so all I'm doing is just kind of bada bing and all over the body not really getting to the root answer of why this particular individual, this human being has the type of pain that they have so it started there and it's just kind of grown momentum and I'm happy to see that with the new developments and the way we're looking at neuroscience and pain and the brain, it's kind of all coming together that I'm on the right track.
1: Amazing. And you, and you suffered a, a back injury at one point. And, and was that the turning point for, for you to dedicate yourself to helping people?
0: Yeah, it sure is. You know, like most humans in the world, you get back pain. And then mine was through strength training, particularly bodybuilding. Over, jeez, I'm 53 now. I can't believe it. I was <laughs> seven, 17,
1: 18. Wow. Uh, I was
0: doing a back squat to get the big quads, you know? Yeah. And then I heard, I heard a click in the lower back and I put the bar back up. And, I, and then, of course, me being 17, I just kept squatting. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden, the next day, I couldn't move. And then my training partner at the time said, You should go see my chiropractor. And you got to remember, this was like in the early 80s when it really wasn't as accepted as it is now. And I'd never heard of even going to one. But I kid you not, I had like a session with this guy and I could stand up off the table and then I could move. And I was like, this is a pretty fascinating stuff. But at the time, I didn't think of becoming one. It was only many years later yeah. that I decided I wanted to get into healthcare because I was just a little bit lost on what I wanted to do. And that's that's how most people get into the healthcare field. Something usually happens to them and it helps them or it helps a loved one. And they usually go into that discipline that ended up helping you most of the time.
1: Yeah. And and does that help you identify uh, symptoms of pain? Because you go. I mean, I've checked your videos. I've, fo- I've followed you for a while. You go in depth. We're talking nerves. We're talking way past what we see visually. Does that help you identify the pain now when you see it in front of you?
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a starting point, right? But one of the things that I teach, which is a central tenet of my work, is that no system in the human body ever works alone. Mm -hmm. It never gets injured alone and it never heals alone. And some different systems you may think of are your musculoskeletal, that's muscle and bone. But then you've got your nervous system with your nerves. You've got your digestive system. And what I see, at least in Western medicine, is that we break things down into these individual systems. And we just go after that one system that you come in presenting a problem with. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. That's not possible because every single one works together. And what I found in my work is usually the one that's the most painful is not necessarily the one that has the biggest problem. Yeah. And we go after the one that's screaming the loudest, but it doesn't mean that that's the one that needs the most help. So that's kind of my, why I gravitated towards Eastern medicine, because Eastern medicine has looked at the body from a holistic, full standpoint for thousands and thousands of years. And I'm trying to really just meld and mend those two together for the benefit of us all.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. God, I have a feeling that when we're gonna be off air, I'm gonna have just as much fun as we are when we are on air. Because coming up next, we talk to Dr. Perry about the brain and how to fuel the brain on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts that- the pilot! This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike.
1: Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. And it is with great pleasure I welcome Dr. Perry Nicholstott on the show. Round of applause. <laughs> Dr. Perry, I have to ask you with everything that's going on at the moment, how, how are you dealing with the hysteria on that side of the world?
0: Oh, well, great question. First of all, I don't want to say that's like the best intro ever. (laughs) That's like my first let's get ready to rumble one ever. If you've ever seen me teach, that's very fitting, actually. I love it. Um, Yeah, well, thanks for asking. I mean, I think we're like everybody else in the world. We're all trying to, you know, come together as as humans and and people to help us all get through this, right? Because it's a tough time, but, you know, we were talking off air that, you know, nature has a way of hitting a reset button for things uh, to make us all kind of step back and look at the way the world is going. And I think this is an opportunity for us to to, to do that, right? But we're we're getting there, I think. And we're looking at, around the world at what other people have done and using them as an example
1: to help us. Absolutely. And one and one of those things at the moment now that's vital and key is is being able to to remain calm and to use the brain and and almost train the brain to be able to not get caught up in social media talk to me about the brain
0: yeah well i mean that's a rabbit hole right there right (laughs) the most the most complicated thing in the universe actually right yeah Uh, it's its own little world but you know that topic is really important right now because they're finding that stress is the number one um, thing that can kick off uh, chronic pain autoimmune disease, inflammation, and that's the power of the human mind where, you know, things can happen to us in the world that we can't control like this, you know, right? But then you can respond to it, you can react to it. And when you look at pain and you look at the brain, the human brain will always have an instinct to survive and do whatever it can to survive, whether it's a response that we think is the right one or the wrong one. It's just a survival response. And it always happens all the time. And then we have the capability as a human being to take that information and then step back a moment and begin to process it, and then decide what we want to do with that. So that's why they're finding now that pain in and of itself is mostly from the brain because you know we get things that come into our brain from the outside world from things that happen to us or or how we think about the things that happen to us and then the brain has to process it and then it gives you an output and then your output is basically taking everything that just happened messed it together and said okay this is what we're gonna do with it and with pain it's very important for people that are listening to understand that pain is an output signal. So it comes out from the brain. It's not input going in, it's output going out. That's right. And when we know that, we can choose, you know uh, how we look at pain, how we how we view pain. And that's a huge shift, yeah, in what we've thought for all these thousands of years that it was just like put hand on fire. Pull away, and then that's the pain. And now we're saying that that's not correct.
1: Yeah, because you you link almost everything to the brain. Like, how do you how do you fuel the brain when you teach? Normally, like, how do you how do you fuel the brain? Is it supplementation? Is it meditation? How, how do you fuel the brain?
0: Yeah, it's a lot of different things, man. It's a, the the brain needs two things, actually three things. It needs stimulation. That means I need to do something to it, and more importantly, I need to do different things to it because. Yeah it gets bored really fast, it adapts really fast, and we call those habits, right? And then you just do them without thinking. So the brain needs what they call novel stimulation. And I think people might be getting some of that with this pandemic because they have to find ways to entertain themselves after they binge watch Netflix or something, right? (laughs) So you, you do stimulation and that's important, but there's two other parts of that. It needs oxygen. The brain uses up to 25% of all the oxygen in the whole body. And one way you can get better oxygen delivery is to change the way you breathe. And in our world, we try to teach you to breathe from your diaphragm, which is a muscle in the lower part of your body, as opposed to just your lungs. So that's where meditation can come into play, because that may change how you breathe. And the other one is glucose. Right. Nerves need glucose in, in order to function right and how you can impact that the most honestly is through movement because movement will help glucose and it will help the breathing but it's what you eat, your nutrition. So yeah. we're seeing that your your intake of fuel through food will uh, have a profound impact on how your brain works and we all know that right you ever eat something that's just like awful food or sugary food and then you crash and burn yeah not soon after that, that so your, your brain is only going to react to the fuel that you feed it through your mouth
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
0: those have those three areas if you can just make a small impact on that can make a profound difference on chronic pain, but also these big neurodegenerative disorders that are on the rise from Parkinson's to Alzheimer's to all these different things as well.
1: Yeah. And, you know, now let's say you, you just hit a light bulb now. When you said fueling the brain, and if you went, you were going to the supermarket now and you were shopping for your supermarket, the, the first three the first three things you would buy to fuel the brain, what would they be?
0: Well, here's an interesting thing. It's not so much what, what you start to buy, it's what you stop buying. Nice. So uh, what I've learned is that sometimes you get better by not what you introduce but, but by the bad stuff that you're already doing. So I tell people to start with a process of elimination first because if you don't eliminate the bad stuff, the good stuff ain't going to make much difference. Does that make sense? 100 So I usually tell people classic simple things that we all know but we usually just brush over it. It's, <laughs> uh, don't shop in the middle of the store. Up in the periphery of the store because because all the bad stuff sits in the middle. It's all boxed up. <laughs> That's
1: a very good point.
0: In, and you've got like five thousand ingredients on the box. And I used to tell people if you have something in what you're eating with more than like three to five ingredients, yeah, you might want to step back a little bit because it's really not real food mm-hmm. at that standpoint. So that's the first thing that I would tell people to do without a doubt, is just start to eliminate some stuff. And then they go, what should I eliminate? I shouldn't have to tell you that. You probably (laughs) already know what you're not supposed to be doing. You just don't do it. And now is a hard time, though, because when we have this pandemic going on, uh, people are going to be under a lot of stress. And when they're a lot of stress, they start to take on habits and things to make themselves feel a little bit more comfortable. And that's where these kind of comfort snack, sugary foods, bad things come into play. But also, unfortunately... It might be a law of supply and demand. Maybe you want to try to get the healthy stuff, but you just can't get it right now. You're going to have to do your best with what you got. But that that's the first thing that I tell people is don't start anything that's going to be great until you eliminate the bad. Because when you do that, you've already increased your ratio of good. Does absolutely. that make
1: sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, I'm... I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about all the things you said in terms of elimination. And I'm also thinking about how you said, don't go in the middle, go on the left and right. Because we normally, even here in, in, in Sharjah and in the UAE, on the left side, we've got the groceries. On the right side, we've got the fruits. So you're 100% spot on with that. And I think that's worldwide, as you've said it.
0: Yeah, well, I usually, what I've come to find in my work is this. If I have somebody who's suffering from an issue it a training plateau, a street training plateau, or a chronic pain, or something in their life, I know one thing. They have overlooked or chosen to ignore a basic and a fundamental somewhere. Something so simple that you've either forgotten about it or you think it's no big deal because it's so simple. And human beings, we always think that because something is overcomplicated that it's more successful, and that's completely incorrect in my mind. So I tell people i go back and i ask them just that thing you know tell me what you're eating now and how much water you're drinking and how much sleep you're getting and what kind of breathing you're doing i don't do anything until you tell me what those answers are because trust me one or all of those you're going to have to make some slight adjustments to and uh it could be he's so for instance like you can do all those things right now but if you have poor sleep patterns it doesn't matter what I'm going to do to you. It's not going to last very long. Right. And so we have to look at how well you're sleeping. And here's the rub maybe you're not sleeping well because you're eating all that crap. So you have to, you know, one feeds the other. There's no isolated type of event, but we have to start somewhere. So we have a system of approach. And that's a really big one. So, Sleep is what I call uh, basic and fundamental. It's like learning the alphabet and not having the first letter in the alphabet.
1: One hundred percent. Everything
0: has to happen after the first one. It's huge.
1: 100%. And hold on a second, yeah. if I got
0: time. The brain detoxifies itself, which means it gets rid of waste and inflammation and toxins at night while you sleep.
1: But you know what? You need for that you're gonna deserve this. Because you've got it right on the head, 100%. And I can't wait to hear more. Coming up next, we talk lymphatic system and how there's so much more to take in than you know it. Join the movement with Dr. Perry and I on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he ele- left. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh,
1: better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salaam and welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. It's not every day I have a legend in the building. Dr. Perry Nicholson is someone I've followed avidly for years. And I'm such a student when it comes to his studies. And I'll tell you what, actually, off air, if you're on the Instagram live at Omar Duri, shout out to everyone who's tuned in, you would have uh, heard me speak to him. And there is no, there's not enough praise I can give this guy. Um, you know, I went to one of his seminars and approached him about uh, a chronic calf problem when, uh, when he was in Dubai. And I saw this smile on his face when I told him about it, (laughs) which normally when you tell someone about, uh, you know, an issue, they don't smile at you. He smiled at me because he turned around and said, can we do this in front of everyone? And I was like, sure, and used me as an example to identify a few imbalances, which I'm forever grateful for um, leading on to that. And we often express our concerns for headaches, eye pain, neck pain or jaw pain. And I watched a video for Dr. Perry, and he was explaining the lymphatic system, and, uh, which was awesome. Check it out on his uh, website, stopchasingpain.com. Dr. Perry, how are you doing?
0: I'm great, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed the conversation between the break there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I remember that, you know, being out there. And somebody comes up to me with saying, hey, I've got this thing with this body part. And I'm like, bam, let's do it. Let's just take a look, <laughs> right? Because... that's just everybody learns that way right and we never ever see people with tight calves do we
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) that's true that's why you had that smile on your face now now talk to me Dr. Perry what is the lymph system for those that are listening
0: oh sure well the lymphatic system is in my opinion the most important and neglected system in the body that we're not taking a look at to help people get out of chronic pain and disease and basically what it is it's I call it the sewage system of the body so we always have waste in your body that needs to go out. I mean, you know that because you go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. And imagine, imagine how you'd feel if you couldn't go to the bathroom. Right? All that stuff would be inside and not going outside. You'd feel pretty horrific. Well, the lymphatic system, its job is a big part of that. It removes all what we call toxins. It's bacteria, even viruses and fungus and cellular waste and metabolic waste. Just all the stuff that you don't want inside of your body. It helps it get... And if it's not working efficiently, which it is most often in people, because it's just overloaded, It, it has to deal with so many things coming at it. And plus, nobody really told human beings how to take extra special care of it. It's just like, if you show me how to brush my teeth, I'm gonna keep brushing them because they stay healthy. So I try to show people how to do that for the lymphatic system. And it's a really good analogy because one of the best ways you can help it is to actually brush your skin like you brush your teeth, and then that can help you detoxify because the majority of the lymph in your body sits just beneath the skin. So there's three places that this system resides mainly. It's all over, but one is the skin. um, Two is the neck. So it has a huge effect on the brain being able to detoxify itself. And the other one is your gut, your digestive system. So if you can work this system and show a little bit of love, you can notice some incredible changes in a very short period of time.
1: They're amazing. And is it true that like, it's composed of 90% water and 10% waste? Is that true? Or?
0: Yeah. So most of it's water-based. And that's why it's very important that we as humans keep ourselves hydrated because the, the majority of the human body is made of liquid, particularly water. And so if you're in a state of dehydration to begin with, the system is going to struggle. All the processes of your body are going to struggle when you do that. Yeah, and that's when you just hydrate yourself. It can make the lymphatic system; it makes all the systems.
1: Yeah, and, and something I learned from you mm-hmm. now. Again, I'm not a stalker. <laughs> I'm just a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 place end to end, all the lymph vessels in the body would cover a distance in excess of a hundred thousand miles, which could circle the globe four times.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's like a lot, right?
1: <laughs> just just a bit, yeah. And there's 15 liters um, for lymphatic fluid in the body, and it's three times more than the amount of blood.
0: Yeah, so I mean, the blood's really important, right? Because the blood's how you deliver oxygen and nutrients to the cells, hence the glucose, right? But the the lymphatic is the one that controls the environment that all of your other systems live in. So it's, it's like you're only as healthy as the environment that you live in. That's called epigenetics. You yeah. follow that these days. And they're finding that it's really the environment that determines your overall health. And well, we can change that. and We can change everything. And the fastest way that you can do that, honestly, is to work with your lymphatic system because that helps change your environment to one that's Better for healing and regeneration. And two of the easiest ways that you can help move the lymph is breathing, specific ways of breathing, and moving more of yourself, more often, more ways, and more environments. Just doing things that you're not doing now. And if you can do those, and then just do a, a few of the brushing techniques that I show people, yep. you can say, "I, I can't believe." And people are absolutely stunned and how much of a difference it can make with just a minimal amount of intervention to it. It's just a matter of starting
1: it. Incredible, incredible. Coming up next, we talk to Dr. Perry about muscle cramp supplementation and a lot more on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that. What a dog. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strong. Salaam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Uh, joining me today is the man himself in the red corner, Dr. Perry Nicholson from Stop Chasing Pain. Give him a round of applause. Dr. Perry, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, man, I appreciate that. Anytime I get some Eye of the Tiger action, <laughs> good, man. Like, I had a, had a clap. I'm so old that I saw that movie in the theater.
1: Listen, that's our secret, and everyone else is listening. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So the world knows. Yeah.
1: Now, one of the most common things we hear about in sports is, is muscle cramps, and I saw a post you put up, which really got me thinking. Calcium turns things off. Magnesium turned, uh, Sorry, calcium turns things on. Magnesium turns things off. Talk to me about the power of that, and also supplementation.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think that everybody needs some type of supplementation. People ask me that all the time. They say, hey, do you think I need to take supplements of some type? Can I just get it from food? Uh, I think because of the world we live in today, most people realistically aren't eating the type of food that they should be eating or the variety. That's a key, the variety of the food that they need. And even when they are eating the food... It's not grown the same way that it was before, yeah. So it doesn't have the nutrients in it that you think it does. And just because it looks good on the shelf, honestly, uh, it's probably looking that way because of all the absolute crazy nonsense we just sprayed on it yeah. and brought it over to transport. It, you know, at least in the U.S. I don't know about other countries, but you know, we're one of the worst. And it, even when you say organic, organic is kind of like a buzzword, like stress. It doesn't really mean that you might be eating something that's still good for you. Um, But yeah, minerals are really critical. And what you'll find most often, at least in my world, when people have muscle cramping or even like they wake up at night with leg cramps or they have what they call restless leg syndrome and things like that. It usually means that they don't have enough magnesium in their program and zinc in their their nutrition. Mm -hmm. And they got too much calcium and a lot of that will happen just because when you're under so much stress your body's going to change how it utilizes calcium and it pulls more from the bones and the tissues when you're very, when you have a crappy lymphatic system. Yeah. Um, so, but you also got to be careful and I, I really want to send this home and the bad part about medicine is, is that when you have something that's low they just give you something to make it higher
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when you have something higher they give you something to lower it and that can be dangerous because you have to try, really try to keep things in ratio and in balance and ask okay well why the hell do you have to make it higher in the first place just making it higher doesn't fix anything so I do tell people this because I know one thing if you're standing in front of me with chronic disease or chronic stress or chronic pain you have a mineral deficiency in your body and then people ask me which one and my answer is yes that's the answer it's, it's a mixture of all different ones that have to relate together yeah. so the number one tip that I give people to try to help that depending on where you are in the world if it's available for you if you can get it is basically what I call liquid dirt It's actually the earth that you drink and that's called uh, trace minerals or fulvic slash humic minerals that will give you the ratio of all the minerals that you need in order to help you restore balance to the system and it also helps to detoxify your liver and your kidneys which are usually backed up and over toxic because your lymphatic system doesn't work well so it's a great no-brainer way Mm -hmm. to help you kind of reset your mineral switch
1: there's that word again i'm telling you you're hitting home with these words you know
0: That'd be a great name
1: for a book. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I might just save that and put it on my CV. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned you mentioned the balance. You mentioned um, you know just getting the right the right things in your body. Now, a lot of the times we go into the store and we see um, magnesium, zinc, and calcium all combined together. So I'm guessing you're someone that definitely does not uh, kind of promote that. You got to kind of give your body what it needs, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, let's just kind of be realistic. Sometimes you might need to take a little bit of something-something to get it because it's so low. It's like taking medication. I'm not anti-medication at all because I don't want somebody to suffer when they don't have to suffer. So You give them things to take away pain or improve the quality of their life, but, and that's a big but, I still want you to try to look for the underlying reason of why you have to do that or continue to do that. So you can take those, but you have to find out why that's happening. And that, once again, leads me back to the lymphatics and all these other systems, because if you have a deficiency in something, that can, one, mean that you're probably not getting enough of something, or just because you take something in doesn't mean your body's able to absorb it. And that's really important for people to understand is, like, I can take something in and eat it, but just because it's going in my mouth doesn't mean it's going into my cells at all. Usually it's not. Yeah. It's bouncing right off or going right out of you. So, I, I try to take, I make things as simple as possible. So, instead of taking 15 different supplements, first of all, that's an overload to your digestive system and it's an overload to your body. And you're probably making yourself worse because you're taking 15 different pills. Yeah. You just take the, the fulvic and the humic minerals, usually, like one dropper full and then it gives you everything that you need easy peasy and plus it's easier to establish that habit because most people will be like dude i can't afford 15 supplements and two i don't want to take 15 of something that's just too much worth and then i'm like okay wait can you take one dropper full in your water and the answer better be yes because it's so simple to do and then what people need to understand, too, is that if you don't have minerals, you can't make enzymes in your body. If you can't make enzymes, you can't make energy to recover. It will never, ever function well if you're missing a mineral.
1: That's that a
0: fundamental be. big boom, bam, right there. <laughs> Somebody should write that down and remember that one.
1: Absolutely. Um, Dr. Perry, man, it's, it's, it's been an honor hosting you on Pulse95 in Sharjah, the first and only English-speaking radio show. Um, where can the half-timers follow you?
0: Oh, thank you very much. It's really easy. You just go to my website, stopchasingpain.com, stopchasingpain.com, all together. That will spider you into any different ways that you want to learn from me, from online videos to memberships to workshops to con- online consultations and there's many different ways that if you want to learn from me, you can choose to do so or follow me on Instagram because I spend probably an unhealthy amount of time on there.
1: <laughs> Don't and, we uh, all? <laughs> you
0: know, that's stopchasingpain.com Ch- <laughs> stop too, but that's the easiest way.
1: Okay, and uh, and on Instagram, is it the same? Uh, is it the same name?
0: Yeah, yeah. So stopchasingpain is like my trademark, Right. my trademark name brands. If you type that in, trust me, you'll find everything related to what I do. And stop chasing pain is probably the number one social media hub that i spend the most time on i just love the energy there but if you go on my website too you can find that and i also have my own podcast that i've had for about eight years Yep. where uh you know people can hear me interviewing people that i've learned from
1: nice nice very nice Uh, again once again thank you so much for uh for being part of the halftime show and definitely um if you would uh accept Once you do get back, I will definitely, definitely give you a copy of Reset as a humble gift for myself.
0: Oh, I'd absolutely love it, my friend. Monday. yes please
1: thank you so much and remember guys you can catch us every Monday Wednesday and Saturday 3 to 4 on the Halftime Show or even on the podcast Apple SoundCloud or Spotify um, great great interview and great insights with some incredible guests such as Dr. Perry himself and make sure you do follow him and uh, Dr. Perry very quickly before the prayer time you did say you're coming over to the UAE hopefully in at the end of the year hopefully
0: yeah, I'm supposed to be over there when I have a big, huge fitness conference over there in Dubai, I think. I'm, I'm going to be teaching there and, and doing some workshops uh, on my own. I'll be announcing that. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.